podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Turepko and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It's the Australian Open. It is upon us, and we are talking today about the qualifiers that have made it through. They're now into the main draw, the men's and the women's, and now we've got a full draw to look at, apart from one name who's obviously missing off there at the moment. But uh, yeah, it will be a full draw as of tomorrow. Who's that, Ben? Who's missing? Uh, I don't know. It's just some guy. There's some uh, it might be a French wildcard, uh, uh, Novak <laughs> Chukovic, I think his name is. Uh, but anyway, we're going to be bringing you some qualifiers we think that you should take a look at uh, in the first round and maybe even further and deeper into the tournament if they progress further. So it's going to be yeah. good, this one. Yeah, this is this is like a podcast we've done now for the last few slams, and it's one I always look forward to. It has been a bit overshadowed since the whole Djokovic yeah. uh, debacle, what's happening right now. But... I'm excited we're doing it right now. And we've both picked three qualifiers from the men's, three qualifiers for the women's. Yep. Ben's not really seen mine. I've obviously seen his because I did a PowerPoint. Um, but it's yep. going to be good to sort of dissect it and see what you guys think as well. Uh, just before we get into it, obviously today, Aslan Karatsev winning his first title of the year, beating Andy Murray. I sent you a tweet, Ben. I don't know if I'm going to bring it up, maybe. Nope. Um, but this is this is to do with the bracket. So we have had our first, well, another winner of the brackets, and it's one I did very well at, but it's the first person who's actually come forward and tweeted us. So if you ever win a bracket and you tweet us, we'll always give you a shout-out on the podcast. Uh, so here's your yeah. shout-out. Yeah, let me just share that. Um, I've got it here. One second. Here we go. So it says here, this is from Cappuccino Pavlova. Quite a nice name as well. Saying I won the TNNS uh, TNNS app, a uh, Sydney bracket. Woo! Let's ignore the other <laughs> tournament scores, shall we? Game to love, first of many. I hope there you go. So look, as you can see there, ranks number one in the yeah. Sydney ATP one. Well done to you. Yeah. Round well of applause. Congrats so, yeah. on the win. And remember, for the Australian Open one, we will be doing a women's uh, draw later on. You can win prizes, so make sure to enter. Because if you can win that one, what's the name again? What's that? Go up. Well, oh, Cappuccino Pavlova. Cappuccino Pavlova. <laughs> if you can win that one, <laughs> then you'll be getting a prize for it. So good luck. And I think I come third, so I'm pretty happy in that one as well. I called, obviously, Karatsev Mari final with Karatsev winning, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, you had a good one. If you manage to pick the final, you're always uh, within in good stead for maybe winning it. But unfortunately, yeah. pipped to the post on this one. Uh, they must have had a, one or two results earlier on in the tournament. Must have gone their way. Yeah. So, right. Uh, to, should we get stuck into this? Uh, yeah. We're going to be looking at which first. You, I'll, it's a JG special PowerPoint edition. This one. I'll let yeah, you I'll bring uh, it up. So here we go. So Australian Open 2022 qualifiers to watch by Game to Love. And we're going to be starting off with the men's. We're going to be counting down from 3 2 1. Um, so, so let's get started. So. And number. Well, no, it doesn't start like that. It's got. Here we go. Men's first. <laughs> and here, number three, 
You can see uh, I've gone with Tara Daniel and Ben's gone with Yuri Lahechka. Yeah, the Czech player that we spoke to um, Thomas Burdick about when we when we met him. And yeah, I think he sees big things for the young Czech players on the tour. I'm excited by uh, Lahechka. Uh, he's and I think he's got a very tough uh, first round draw. This is the only thing with Lahechka. He did play somebody very tough in his last round of qualifying, and this is one of my reasons for his selection. Dmitry Popko is uh, somebody who you have to really like take seriously. He does when he turns up and plays. He is really tough to, and he does sometimes do well on the challenger level. He beat Max Purcell and Michael yep. Moe. Three really good players, I think, through the qualifying. And to to do that, obviously went to three in the last one. But I think that puts him in good stead. He's got a little winning run, but he will be playing Grigor Dimitrov in the first round. And just depends which Dimitrov turns yeah. up. Because if Dimitrov, he, he slips on a banana skin every once in a while. And maybe Lehechka could be the banana skin. Yeah, I think Dimitrov's going to be a bit disappointed, if I'm honest. He could be heading home. I like that pick. It's a really good one. I was contemplating putting him in, but he was kind of 4 4 fifth for me. He didn't quite make my top three. On my side, Tara Daniel, as you can see, he's had three results up until now, playing three Italians, and he's won all three in straight sets. He's beat Moroni, Arnabaldi, and Caruso, and yeah. they've been very convincing victories. Looking at his first match, Barrios uh, Vera, um, I think that's another winnable one. He's going to be a favourite for it. And yeah, Tara Daniel, someone I've spoke to as well a few times. Um, yeah, he's great. someone hopefully we'll be getting on the podcast soon. And I want to just put his name in the limelight a little bit because he's a really quality tennis player. And if he can pull it together on this sort of surface, which I think is his best surface, then he could make a little run. So that's going to be my number three pick. Very nice. I think it's a good one. Tara Daniel, he's been going sort of deep in some of those. I think he just, only just lost to Tommy Paul the other day in uh, the other tournament, didn't he? So yeah, did well. A couple of good wins there. Yeah, let's move on. So number two. Speaks for it. through this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it speaks for itself. I think I have him in nearly every qualifiers to watch. <laughs> it is Thomas Mahak. Uh, also from the Czech Republic as well. Uh, another player we spoke to, Thomas Burdick, about. I'm, I'm putting all the checks in, anybody that we speak to. Uh, I, I'm big on this guy, you know. We've had him on the podcast when he was, it was actually in Australia last year in the quarantine, yeah. in the hotel. But he was actually playing in the final round of qualifying. Somebody else we've had on the podcast, Jesper de Jong, two great players. And I said to you, whoever goes through that, they're being in my qualifiers to watch. But Thomas Mahak, He's currently on a great win streak. He just won a challenger just before this, uh, and that was in uh, Tralagon, and uh, that was against Bjorn Flatangelo in the final. Beat Kukushkin, Akila Santalan, Mayot, and he beat Jesper de Jong again in that in that tournament. Before that, he actually beat Dan Evans in the Davis Cup and Richard Gasquet. So. He's on a bit of a win streak right now, uh, Thomas Mahak. He's got, what is that, 10 matches unbeaten. And he's coming into this tournament in hot form. And he's going to be up against Juan Manuel Celandolo, predominantly oh, nice. a clay quarter in the first round. I fancy his chances to go into the second. I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be a really good matchup, two young guys. Um, and I don't know. I'm not sure which way I'll be supporting, but probably Mahak as well. Obviously, we've had him on the podcast. And I think it's a sensible pick from you. Uh, we've got Gene in the chat, just talking about my previous pick. And he remembers when Daniel beat Djokovic at Indian Wells in 2018. And you've got to remember, that's something I obviously forgot to include. 
he can he can pull off a big result here and there as well. Uh, but my number two, Norbert Gombos. Um, I think you kind of knew I was going to pick him. <laughs> Obviously, I know yeah. you were sort of taunting me with the idea of it, and I had to go with it because I always seem to like him, and he lets me down every time. Um, but I'm still going to do it. I've not learned my lesson. He's got through the qualifying, beating some good opponents, beat Ebden in the last one. Yeah, uh, obviously, the Australian, that was free tie break, so it was really close. He beat Kuznetsov and Renzo Olivo. And his first round, he's pitted up against the qualifier. Nice. Um, so I think that's quite interesting. The, the qualifier is Skatov. Hmm. Uh, so let's see how he fares <clears throat> against Timothy Skatov because he's someone I don't know too much about. But I know you do, Ben. Uh, cue number one. That's right, number one. And I'm going to actually have uh, uh, Timofey Skatov as my number one to watch. I think the the way that he's qualified has been really impressive. I mean, I watched a tiny little uh, clip of him. I mean, we haven't had much chance to watch much of the qualifiers. I really apologize for that because of the whole Djokovic thing. But he destroyed Hugo Grenier, who I actually think is a really good player in straight sets, 6-3-6-2. Then he beat Sweeney, who is obviously an Australian. He beat him in straight sets. And then Elias, from a Portuguese player, beat him in straight sets. But that's not all he's done. He's beaten some other good players in a challenger back end of the last year. Colorini, Renzo Olivo, and also beating Tabilo, who has qualified uh, for this Australian Open uh, he seems to, when he wins, seems to win in straight sets. So, are you not worried that he's been beating sort of people who aren't <clears throat> Grand Slam level? Can can you honestly say he's going to get past our Norbot Gombos even first round? Well, he's beaten uh, Andreas Seppi uh, the late in the back end of last year, and I think he's sort of a Grand Slam tested player. And I don't think Gom or Gombos. You got to bear in mind he's just played. Three three set he matches plays against the very best, Ben. He's a different caliber of player. I'm really surprised you've got Scatter nah, number come, one. Come on, no, no, but look, he's played. <laughs> Gombos has played. Uh, listen, two... I'm going to call you out. I find look, it shocking. He's your number one. I, I, he look, didn't look, make my. There's, listen, we uh, went. There's a lot of different qualifiers. I didn't consider him at all. Well, he was I'm near play, the bottom of the bottom of the list. I, I know he's had lot, some good results, but it's challenger well, tennis. Well, ba base it upon this, but, but how they've qualified for the tournament. You're saying Norbert Gombos, he just spent three hours, 40 minutes on the court in his last match, two and a half hours in his first match, and two hours, 20 minutes. Whereas Skatov has spent one hour, 44, one hour, 24. So he, And in the last one... Yeah, against one weak opposition. I'm telling it you doesn't now, matter. He's gonna, Gombos is warmed up. He's, he's going to be tired. He's, out your he's man. old. He's old. He's tired, he's mate. He's old. He's going to knock out your 31, man 31, mate. Round, so Timothy, the young 20-year-old, he's going to wipe him off the court. He's going to get your guy out of there, mate. Fair enough. We've got Mikey Macker in the, uh, in the chat. Shout out to you, uh, Mikey. Saying, hey, guys, I have Barty and Zverev as champions in my bracket, but hope Paola and Rafa. Um, also, when will you guys do the bracket? We'll be doing the women's bracket, late, uh, bracket later on, just before the big Djokovic trial. Uh, so make sure to join us for them ones. Yes. Let's keep going. <clears throat> so you're number one. Oh, sorry. Apologies. I've completely skipped <laughs> past my one. Um, yeah, my one. Liam Brody. I'm really hey. shocked we didn't include him. He's been amazing, let's be honest. Brilliant start to the year. Um, I know it was quite emotional when he was able to qualify for yeah. his first Australian Open. Uh, Andy Murray did take a few jokes at him <clears> and stabs, <throat> which I thought was great. So check that yeah. out on Twitter. Was it Twitter or Instagram? Yeah, I think it was Twitter. It's always usually Twitter. Um, but Brody, yeah, he's already shown that he can play against the very best. ATP Cup captain, uh, playing with 
he's always playing with like the top players now, I feel. Andy Murray, he's got some good mentorship. And listen, I'm feeling really confident about him. His first match is against Nick Kyrgios, of all people. <laughs> yeah. But we don't know if Nick Kyrgios is going to be there. I think Nick Kyrgios could still pull out. We'll have to wait and see if he's recovered from COVID. But I'm calling it now. Liam Brody, if Nick Kyrgios is to play, he's going to beat him. He's already beaten JJ Worf, Sifulin and uh, Zouk or to get here, which are three fantastic players and three which could have qualified. He's had the hardest route, I think, yeah, out fair, of all definitely. of the qualifiers to get there. Agreed. And that just shows his level and how his calibre. I know you could argue he's a bit of a challenger player as well. I don't think he quite is. I'm feeling, I, I see a different level from him. He stepped up in, in last year. He definitely improved. And I'm really happy for Liam because he's been in Murray's shadow for a bit too long and Evans's shadow. And now he's starting to find his form, especially on the clay court. I thought he was good on clay last year. And I was really impressed of how much he's yeah. improved his clay court game. So well done to him qualifying for his first Australian Open. We'll be cheering you on no matter what, uh, being the GB. Yeah, so, let's move on. So next, we're going to be doing the women's qualifiers <laughs> to watch. And being honest, I thought these weren't as good. There was one name I wanted to talk about. Um, and really, if I could just pick one, I would have. Because there's only one I, yeah. I actually believe in big time. Um, I think I agree with you as well, unfortunately. I mean, we had to pick three. It was it was really tough. Uh, it's not like when we did the US Open one and we were like, wait, Radu Kanu. And right now, I was looking down the list and... No one really set the world on fire. So I've really had to try my best to work out who might go furthest in the competition. That's about what I'm basing these ones off, really. Yeah. So let's get going with number three. Uh, I'll let you start off. Is this my uh, number three? Tom Over. Tom Over. Where is it? I'm just looking up her form. Bear with me one second. So, yeah, you've got uh, Tom Over there. And my one is Trevisan. Yeah, I understand Trelevisan. Tomova, the reason I picked Tomova was just the way that she went through the last two rounds of qualifying. And this is all I've based this one off, I'm afraid. Sorry if anyone's coming to me for some in-depth analysis on Tomova. But I think she can mix it in certain tournaments. But she did batter Barra Arena like really easily in the last round of qualifying, 6-2, 6-1. And I think when you come into a tournament after battering somebody that convincingly, it gives you a lot of confidence. And yeah. her first round match, Tom Over, is against Cornet. Um, Cornet, a very good player. It's going to be a real tough match. But Elise Cornet's lost her last three. And I think that she could be there for the taking. Fair enough. Uh, the reason I went with Trevisan, I didn't, I'm not feeling too optimistic about her chances as well. Um, but she did go through the qualifiers quite comfortably. And she's one of the more experienced qualifiers. That's what I looked at. 28 years old. She yeah. has reached 66 in the world last year. And in terms of just a natural ability, she could have a little bit too much for some opponents. Her first round against Zeng as well. I think she could beat that. She could beat Zeng. Uh, but let's wait and see. Uh, she beat Ngovotsva, uh, Fetikau and Forlis. And she beat Forlis 6-2, 6 love. Wow. So completely smashed her off the court. And that was right. enough for me to pick her. I think this is what it's like. I mean, I was just looking at their last few matches and potentially uh, I find it hard to look past that and going back into their real, real uh, distant past and all their matches because they're not going to be judged on that, really. I think there's going to be some upsets in the in this Australian Open women's and we've seen a qualifier go all the way and win in the US Open. So who's to say we won't see it again? Yeah, 
number two. Funny enough, we've actually got the same. So I've you had Tamova for number three. <laughs> I had her for number two. She is one of the more promising sort of players, especially she's Bulgarian, right? Yes, that's correct. I think she's she's the top sort of seed. Prudunkova right now sort of falling away. We've not seen her since for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I thought she's been pretty impressive. She bageled Katie Swan in the qualifiers. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then the last round, I think it was against Irina Barra, 6-2-6-1. And that's what I've gone with. I think Cornet, I agree with you, could be tough and she might not win. Um, but it was really tough to pick. And I'm more, my focus is on my number one pick. So I think I'm going to just save save it for that, my, my analysis. Yeah, this one was a little bit of a punt for me. Uh, I thought I'm going to go with a bit of youth here. 20 years old, American, Katie. Uh, sorry if I get the pronunciation wrong. I always say volley nets, but it's probably, uh, it makes me think of her at the net having a volley. Uh, I think it's vo- volley net. Uh, I don't know if that, that's the correct pronunciation. Apologies if I'm getting it wrong. But we'll just say Katie Volinets. So I think that she's qualified so easily. It's uh, I was really shocked. She all of them straight sets, and in the second round, six two six love against Lazaro Garcia. Bear in mind, I think she's had a, quite an easy route to the tournament. I'm not going to lie. At Bjorkland in the last round of qualifying, I'm not. A, I don't rate her that highly. Uh, but I just think Volinets. I th- she doesn't have the the most difficult uh, first round match. I don't think she's got Haddad Meyer. If she could turn up, she might be able to do something against her. But Haddad Meyer's still pretty decent. But it, but she did beat Haddad Meyer at Wimbledon. So who knows? Okay, let's move to number one, and this is the one I'm pretty passionate about. It is the 19 year old sensation Quinwin Zeng. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I know TikTok Massive. Tennis as well had her as like the number one outside the top 100 to watch. And I agree with him big time. Yeah. She impresses me massively. She's already pulled off some good results this year. Looking at her career record, she's already she's had seven ITF titles. She's got Amazing. a 72.4% win record on tour. She's from Wuhan, China, which isn't the most popular place right now. <laughs> um, but 19 years old and so much potential. I really do believe a lot in her. Um, and more recently, what the, the result I wanted to bring up was her beating Zvonareva and on Anna Cunha and Maya Hontama, which is yep. three really good players. She only lost to Simona Halep in the semi finals, which you can't be too dismissive of. But this girl, I think, is seriously good. I need to watch more of her. I've yeah. just been looking more at stats and some of the sort of clips I've seen online. I need, to, I've never watched a full match. But when I get the opportunity to, hopefully this Australian Open, I certainly will take it. I recommend you do too. When yeah. I look down the qualifiers, this was the only name I really wanted to talk about. I think she's the best of the bunch. And yeah, I'm really sort of encouraged by the way she started 2022. Her first match, though, is going to be about against Sasnovich, which is a tough one. Yep. I don't Very know which way I'm going to call it, though. I may even go on the side of Zeng. I think it's real, and that's one. That's the one reason I didn't include her in mine. Uh, I'm big on Sasnovich uh, in 2022. I think she's a very big, hard hitting player. I don't think it's a nice draw. I would have liked to have seen her got somebody, somebody else who's not in such good form, to be honest. And then you might see her make a little run, Zeng. But I haven't gone for her. Uh, my number one pick is going to be Victoria Kuzmova uh, from Slovakia. She. Another reason, again, she just qualified in style. And these people qualifying with all straight sets wins, I just feel that they're going to be going into the tournament with confidence. And she beat mm. uh, Gasanova, 
Um, Fett and Bolsover, as we know, Bolsover, yeah, pretty good, good. Yeah. yeah, pretty good player as well. But I just I think that she has the ability, Kuzmova, to actually beat some bigger players on her day. I mean, she's beaten Tom Over and Hontama. She's beaten Shelby Rogers in the Billie Jean uh, King Cup and Carla Suarez Navarro as well. So she can mix it with some of those big players. And I don't think her draw is terrible either. So her first match that she's going to play is going to be against uh, a wild card entry, which is Ji Wang, uh, who is actually close in the rankings with her. So I think she has a chance. Fair enough. Uh, let's see how she gets on. I think that's sort of going to conclude our qualifiers to watch. And let us know in the live chat, guys, who do you have and who do you have your eye on? Um, I'm pretty happy with mine. I feel like Zeng yeah. on the women's is one of my oh. real one to watch. And Liam Brody on the men's, they can both make a run. Let's see how we get on. I think I've got a history in the past of picking some good qualifiers. So hopefully I can keep it up in 2022. Yeah, I really hope you do. I'm hoping that some of the of our podcast guests from the past, they get far in the tournament. We wish them all luck. And especially uh, in my selection, Thomas Mahak, I'll be cheering him on all the way. So fingers yeah, we've crossed. Got, we've got Go one on. of our members and patrons in the chat, uh, Zach, how are we doing? Saying, I picked Kuzmova and Volinets to go through. So he's got hey. two of yours. Did you, do you on, fancy Zach. any of mine, Zach, or not? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there's some younger players, though, that we've selected. You've gone for Kin Wenzeng, who's obviously 19. I've got uh, Volinets, which is obviously 20 as well. Yep. Mahak, youngster as well. Yeah, I think he's true. 22 or 23. Lehechka, around 20 or 21. So yep. it's good to have a lot of young players. GTL, the future of tennis. We're always trying to push it. Keep your eyes on these youngsters. Yeah, and Gene there's got a mixture of both of us. He's gone with Kuzmova. Volinet and Zeng. Okay. Not bad. But yeah, just... I think we're going to wrap that one up. Big shout out to everyone who joined us. It's only going to be a quick one, bringing you our qualifiers to watch. We'll bring you a draw preview later. And of course, the big Djokovic case. Make sure if you haven't already, hit the like button. Subscribe to Game to Love for all of the updates when we go live. And we'll see you guys very soon for more tennis action. And well, the Australian Open now is right around the corner. Not long at all. Can't wait, mate. Two oh. nights to go. Well, one night's sleep, really, because we'll be doing the Sunday night, I'm guessing. Yeah, we will be. Sunday yeah. night, it begins. Okay, we'll see you guys soon. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.